The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and coming soon, Louisiana. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to bet $10 to get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Head over to manscaped.com and use promo code SGP for 20% off your first order and free shipping. And of course, do not forget to download the SGPN app. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. That's right. This is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You are in the middle of a brand new offering here on the SGP. And of course, it is NASCAR and me and Cody are both huge NASCAR fans. And I already know that I'm excited to bring this show to you. Uh, but I'm going to let Cody introduce himself here in a second and let him know, uh, let you guys know how excited he is as well to be putting this on. Uh, I got to tell you right now, this is crazy because you know me probably from the Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, but I am definitely making a debut here uh, for NASCAR betting and it's, it's been a long time coming to the network, and I'm so thankful to Sean and Ryan for, for making this happen and for letting us do this. Um, so, yeah. Cody, uh, you are new to podcasting here on this network, but doggone it, welcome to the family. Welcome to the show. How stoked are you for this podcast? Rod, I am so stoked. I love NASCAR. I live and breathe it. I've been begging Ron and Sean. Uh, oof. Sean and Ryan, I better get that right. Huh? <laughs> the boss is signed <laughs> I've been check, begging buddy. them for for more NASCAR content, and you know when you invited me to host this with you, uh, a little nervous because, like you said, I've not really done podcasting before, but. I'm super stoked to talk about something I love and mix NASCAR with gambling and how much better can it get? 
My friend, you, uh, so we met in the Slack channel, just just to give people a little bit of context. The the Slack channel over there at the Sports Gambling Podcast is it's phenomenal. I mean, there, there's so many active people on not just NASCAR, but football, and uh, now we have a USFL channel, and it's like, it's a little known secret that the Slack channel is as good as it is, uh, but the folks that are there are very passionate, and when I jumped into the NASCAR Slack channel, you were one of the first people to greet me. You were one of the first people to actually welcome me in. And, and we had a lot of fun in that Slack channel. And so um, how long were you a part of that Slack channel before we even uh, before I even met you? I actually just stumbled across it last year. I like had kind of gotten the invite, uh, you know, from the show that, you know, they always advertise joining the Slack channel. And I was like, well, I'll check this out, see what it's about. Got in there, jumped into the NFL right away. And I was like, oh, man, this is great. I was kind of looking around one day. I'm like, what? There's a NASCAR channel? I could not have been more excited. So jumped in there and the guys were already, you know, talking about all their favorite bets and who should we play in DraftKings this week and all that stuff and just jumped right in with them. And then you came in and man, we really had a good season last year, hit a lot of big bets and found some good DraftKings lineups. So it's the place to be. And it really is too. Again, there. So I know people go on Twitter and, and social media to start talking sports, and it, it's frustrating on Twitter because you can't necessarily have the type of conversations that you can have in the Slack channel, and that's exactly what we were doing on a weekly basis. Is we were literally talking to our friends as if we were just talking to our friends on the phone, or you know, a one-on-one sort of a situation, or a group text, I suppose, or even a group thread in, in Twitter. But it's hard to have those conversations like you have uh, anywhere else. And so that's why I thought it was so valuable and why I knew when I, when I wanted to pitch this show uh, to Sean and Ryan, I was like, I got to have Cody on this show because this guy was dropping so much knowledge in that NASCAR Slack channel that the, the listeners, the folks that, that actually tune into these podcasts, Need to know what you have to say, man, because uh, like I said, you were one of the guys that I would go to to, to ask questions as well. So um, let's uh, let's do a little bit of introductions, shall we? I think that's a great way to kick off this show. Uh, I will also say that this show every week will be structured in three stages, uh, and it's kind of it'll be a little loose. I mean, the, the stages are going to be set one, two, three. What they are each week may kind of vary depending on what it is, um, but again, for this this show at least. Uh, our, our first stage is going to be introductions, uh, and there will be no real clear delineations. We're just going to go with the flow, guys. Uh, this is a, a show that we're going to have a lot of fun talking racing, uh, but we're going to keep it a little bit structured. That way you guys know what to expect each week. So uh, let's kick off stage one, shall we, Cody? Here, uh, let me tell you a little bit about myself if you already have not uh, listened to the Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, I am Rod Gomez. I am the host of the SGP and Fantasy Football Podcast here on the network. Uh, I have been a long-time sports fan, and by long-time, uh, long-time, folks, I'm, I'm 45 now, so I've been a sports fan for longer than some people have been alive that listen to this show. Uh, but I've, I've always been a fan of football, and I've always been things with football and, and loved baseball here and there. Uh, but I really, I did not get into my passion for NASCAR. NASCAR? <laughs> I've done this several times. <laughs> my passion for NASCAR uh, until about 2003. And then that was the point where my brother and I, we watched the uh, Daytona 500 that year. Uh, that was the rain-shortened Daytona with, uh, with Michael Waltrip winning that one. And I, I fell in love with the sport. My brother said, look, you have three races to actually pick yourself a driver and and you got to cheer for a driver that's it's part of the fun of nascar 
So you got three races to do it. I said, okay. So three races in, I'm watching the races, and I'm like, man, I really like this 48 kid. I, I like this 48 car. I like Jimmy Johnson. He's from California like me. We're right around the same age. Uh, he just seems like a really great guy, right? Three races into his rookie season, I didn't know. Uh, and then sure enough, many, many, many championships later, uh, I'm still a Jimmy Johnson fan, even though I know he's no longer in the sport. So I've been watching since about 2003. Uh, I, I started writing for DFS style uh, a while back. It was a couple of years ago that I started writing for DraftKings. Um, and then, you know, just started dabbling. Uh, but I really, like I said, I've just enjoyed NASCAR. I've enjoyed watching it. I started getting into the betting aspect of it last year. And uh, it's just been a huge passion of mine outside of fantasy football. And it's just great to be able to keep going through the offseason and, and be able to talk about uh, NASCAR and racing and, and the betting aspect of it, which is going to blow up here once more and more states start to uh, adopt online betting for me. So, uh, all right, Cody, why don't you introduce yourself to the audience and let everybody know uh, exactly who you are and, and your background in sports and in NASCAR? Sounds good, man. Jimmy Johnson, whatever happened to that guy, right? <laughs> yeah, he was a dud. Seven like, I don't know, the guy, later, yeah. you, you picked right, Rod. <laughs> I sure did. I, I got lucky. I got lucky. I'm telling you that right now. That's great. Well, I'm Cody Zeeb. Uh, I'm from Lincoln, Nebraska, so a little bit away from you there in California. But I have been a NASCAR fan, and my grandparents started taking me to local dirt tracks when I was about two and a half. <laughs> So racing has just kind of been part of my life forever. We would always watch the NASCAR races on Sunday. Uh, I was a kid at the time. Uh, Bill Elliott drove the McDonald's car. So, you know, I mean, who else am I going to root for but the McDonald's driver? So <laughs> grew to love Bill Elliott. Uh, and then obviously that's led into Chase Elliott, his son now being in the sport. Uh, he's definitely my favorite driver. But uh, so, yeah, I've been, I mean, watching NASCAR my entire life. Uh, I really got into betting it probably about three years ago. Just kind of, I was, that's when I was kind of just getting into gambling, sports gambling, you know, dabbling a little bit here and there, but I'd say probably about a midway through the 2020 or all the 2019 season, I kind of really started getting into it and hammering the DraftKings stuff and getting that figured out. So last year was kind of my first year diving all in, but it was a pretty good season. Uh, found some, some fantasy leagues to join and, and did pretty decent in those and some DraftKings uh, hit hit that uh, Eric Almarola plus 5,000 to win New Hampshire. We had that in the Slack channel. I think a couple guys were all over that one. So that was a nice big, big win for the season. Uh, but I love pretty much all sports. <laughs> I big Husker fan being in Nebraska that hasn't been too kind to me for most of my life, <laughs> but you know, maybe someday I'll keep drinking the red Kool-Aid until then. <laughs> So big, big NFL fan, baseball, especially now if you can bet on it, play fantasy, sign me up, man. I'm all in. It's crazy how much just betting and I know fantasy sports sort of stoked that flame, but it feels like betting is just absolutely just torn through the sports world. And it's just blown up so much in the last three or four years that, I mean, again, if more and more states don't do this, I don't know. We're going to have some riots on our hands. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I, I think it's got to be everywhere eventually here soon. And it just it makes everything so much more exciting. I mean, you can be watching random college football game on Tuesday night. Like, I don't care about these two teams, but, you know, if they both c combine for 54 points, 
hell yeah, that's what I'm rooting for, you know? Look, if I'm and screaming- same thing with NASCAR, it, it just makes it so much more exciting if you can be look, watching that DraftKings throughout the race and, you know, trying to see where your drivers are at and how your lineup's doing or, man, that guy keeps going from 10th to 11th and I bet him to finish on the top 10 and just hoping he figures out how to stay in the top 10 and hold on to it and makes it so much more exciting. Look, if we care every week where Brusher or Brusher f- uh, finishes, then, you know, you, you know betting has something to do with it, right? Exactly, exactly. I had a head-to-head last year. I can't remember exactly what it was, but Quinn Half was involved. And obviously, <laughs> if you know anything about NASCAR, <laughs> usually you're going to find him about 35th place. So if I just needed lucky. him to beat one other car, and I was happy. So <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, so, okay, yeah, so there it is. I mean, we, we, we loved NASCAR at least for, what was it, the last 20 years for me and uh, Cody for all of his life. So at least you know that you are, are going to be listening to folks that love the sport and we're not just trying to dive in uh, just because it's, it's popular. Um, we've seen the sport evolve. We know the sport. Um, we, we've, you know, actually been to, to races. I know I have, Cody, I know you have too, right? Yeah, I've been to a ton. I, uh, that was my big, <laughs> going back to being a kid, that was my big 10th uh, birthday present was taking a trip to the Coca-Cola 600 and we went for the whole week and toured mm-hmm. all the race shops. I got to meet Bill Elliott. I thought that was the best day of my life, you know? It was crazy. So, and then live in Nebraska now. So, not far from Kansas Speedway, try to get down there for every race that I can. And went over to Knoxville last year for the the dirt truck race. I I know that was kind of a shit show for TV, but uh, <laughs> in person, man, that was one of the most exciting races I'd ever been to. It was just so much fun, and yeah, it, it was a great time. So, I I love getting to them as much as I can, and. Yeah, love just love it. Well, and that's the thing. I went to uh, the the road race in Sonoma last year. I don't know why I was blanking on Sonoma. It's right <laughs> there by my backyard. Uh, but I went to Sonoma last year, and that was a lot of fun too. I got to actually uh, meet Kyle Larson for a hot second. I got to see Michael Jordan. Uh, you know, it was a it was a heck of a day. I got all access media pass, and boy, that was. Uh, oof. You want to talk about some fun? <laughs> That was a yeah. Lot that's of a good time. I a couple of years ago we we had uh, I got hot passes through my work to go to go down in the garage area. I mean we were on pit road during the race. I mean I'm standing three feet behind these guys changing tires. It's just the way that NASCAR includes their fans in that way to where they let you in on the action. Like when are you going to be standing two feet from Patrick Mahomes while he's right there on the sideline? You know. Yeah. It's just it's crazy. It, it was so awesome. Such a fun experience. And NASCAR does that, like you said, they really do get you involved, and they really have a good uh, and and even when you're a media person too. I mean, they do their best to try to get you as close to whatever you can get to as humanly possible. I mean, you know, I was standing right there in the pit stall while uh, Chase Elliott was getting his his pit stop done. Right? I mean, it was just insane amount of access that you get as a as a member of the media. So, uh, yeah, I, I look forward to. I hope I can get to another race again. This season, I, I'd love to, to get back down to it. Um, I know that, and we'll talk about it in a little while too, the, the race in LA uh, this year. We'll, we'll, we'll touch on that, but um, I was almost going to be down in that area this week, this, that weekend. So uh, oh, I was that man, close that's to gonna be a fun there. one. I, I think that race is going to be a lot of fun. You're throwing that new car out there. They've, you know, they've been testing it a lot, but they only have so much so much in it and we haven't seen them you know i think they're gonna have 23 for the main race once all the heats are done be packed on that little track everybody 
Man, that's going to be exciting. I'm super stoked for that race. That will be. And we'll talk about it in the next stage coming up. But first, let's ask our fans, are you guys ready to win money and boost your odds? Because WinBet is now live all over the place, including Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and coming soon, like we said, to Louisiana. They're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. You're going to get exclusive rewards, as always, right at your fingertips. So get in now on all your favorite players, your teams, the sports, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, so much more. Louisiana, I'm talking to you. Pre-registration is beginning. You place a $10 bet. Regardless of the outcome, you're going to get $250 in free bets. You can use those all on NASCAR if you want when WinBet goes live in Louisiana. All other new customers, you got a chance to win $200 in free bets with that same $10 bet. Go now with all those great odds, promos, and payouts that are happening right now at WinBet. Boosted parlays, live in-game odds on every major sport. Always have what you need to win. So win big, win bigger, bet big. And all that stuff with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WINNBet.com. New sponsor, Manscaped, coming to town. Support for this show, of course, is brought to you by Manscaped. It is the men's below-the-waist grooming leaders. Look, nobody likes to uh, be just a massive jungle. You want to be a nice, pristine bonsai plant. As it were. I've been watching a lot of The Karate Kid lately. So uh, you want to be a bonsai plant. So make sure you head over to manscaped.com right now. They'll help you get there. And uh, maybe your lady, your man, whatever, will enjoy that. So head over now to manscaped.com. Use the promo code SGP. You're going to get 20% off with free shipping by using that code SGP. Make sure you're heading to Manscaped. Help us out. Help yourself out. It's Valentine's Day coming up pretty soon. So, uh, you know, maybe maybe the loved one will appreciate your purchase at Manscaped. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's continue on as uh, now let, let's move on. We, we talked a little bit about what we're going to do as far as the 2020 2022 season is concerned. Uh, but let's take a look back, Cody, because I think you can learn a lot from the past, uh, especially when it comes to betting and maybe not this season. Because we'll also talk about it coming up soon, about what's the difference coming up in 2020. The big elephant in the room. Uh, but we talked a little bit about the 2021 season. So let's go ahead and recap that for everybody who may not have been able to pay too close attention. Uh, but Cody, 2021 had re- one real name attached to it. And that name was what? Kyle Larson. <laughs> you cannot go, we could not go wrong with Kyle Larson last year, man. Just every race, he's always right in the mix. And, I mean, ten, 10 wins in a season, man, it it was crazy. He, his dominance last season was amazing. Uh, like you said, talking about the new car coming up, I think that's – we might see a little bit of change there. We can touch on that later. But, it, yeah, Kyle Larson, Kyle Larson, Kyle Larson. It it almost got ridiculous how, how dominant he was last season. Well, you're right. He had 10 wins. Vegas, Charlotte, Sonoma, Nashville, Watkins Glen, Bristol, Charlotte on the road course, Fort Worth, Kansas, Phoenix. Like, he had, what, th- two stretches with three races in a row in a win. Uh, yep. It should have been more if he wouldn't have blown that tire at the last turn at Pocono. I mean, <laughs> just crazy. <laughs> I know. And, and it was nuts because he had just switched over to Hendrick. So, like, it, it was his first year with Hendrick Motorsports, 26 top 10s, 20 top 5s. What, Cody, what was his, What was it about Kyle Larson Man. last year? 
coming off a suspension too. I mean, he didn't even race most of the previous season before that. Just I had, I don't know if he refound himself on the dirt and, and then just translated to that or what, but dude is a wheel man. I mean, he you put anything in front of him and he just drives the wheels off of it and he's always in the mix. And I mean, going forward, you know, we're switching to a new car. You put anything in front of him, he can drive the wheels off of it, right? So <laughs> I'd maybe expect that to keep going a little bit, but it's just, yeah, it was crazy how how dominant of a season he had. And I mean, we still had 14 different winners last season, which is crazy also. <laughs> it, well, yeah, considering Kyle Larson won almost a third of the races yeah. anyways. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, well, so you, and you said it too, right? He, he was entering dirt races. He was entering just about anything that he could get his hands into while he was suspended. And I, I almost feel like that, I don't know, that much driving and, and that much winning, that kind of, that's got to translate to a lot of confidence when you actually get back behind a, a ride. And he was lucky to even get that Hendrick ride, to be honest with you. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, some people thought, you know, he might be done. They, you know, he made a mistake and, and the, you know, it, it had been rumored before that he was going to Hendrick, but then that kind of was like, Oh boy, I, I don't know now, you know, but I think he took that time to get his head right and, you know, get, get on the right track. And uh, yeah. And I think you're right with, just being behind the wheel that much and driving nonstop. I mean, that's his passion. That's what he loves to do. Being able to do that uh, when he was with Ganassi, they kind of put a cap on that and they didn't really let him drive a lot. And I mean, obviously Ganassi doesn't have the, didn't have the equipment that Hendrick has, but I think that that plays a lot into it. And for Rick Hendrick, even to open up and allow those guys to do a lot more racing, you're starting to see it with Chase Elliott doing a lot more of these and Alex Bowman getting in the sprint cars. That's not something that, most NASCAR teams had done before and Hendrick had notoriously not allowed that previously. So for him to not only give him a second chance, but to let him keep doing what he was doing. And, and I mean, obviously <laughs> worked out pretty good for everybody involved. I'd say. Uh, yeah. And, and, and everybody involved Hendrick totally just dominated through. I had 17 wins out of 37 total races, uh, right? We talked about Kyle with the 10. Chase Elliott had two. Byron had one. Alex Bowman in that 48 car had four himself. So, I mean, look, it was Hendrick's world, and everybody else was just kind of swimming in it. And even still, there was more winners on top of that as well. But, yeah, I mean, what were one of your biggest biggest takeaways of uh, the 2021 season? I mean, biggest takeaway just has to be the Larson dominance. I hate to keep talking about it, but man, what else can you talk about? It was just crazy. But at the same time, I mean, was it Fox leading into last season? They advertised as the most exciting NASCAR season ever. And then you get 14 wins, which is the most we've had in quite a few years, 14 different winners, you know, I think that that, you know, made it a super exciting season, even though Larson was dominating half the season it seemed like <laughs> there was still you know bowman comes out of the woodwork and wins was a four races and ryan blaney gets a couple in a row and william byron grabs another win some of these guys you didn't expect as much and i mean you have kevin harvick who the previous year had i think nine wins he doesn't even get a win last year uh, among all those guys just you know denny hamlin doesn't win until the playoffs it, it was it was it was the most exciting season ever and now you're giving us a new car for next year man gonna be even more exciting <laughs> well and then last year too they had a couple of great uh, additions that dirt race was a really great addition uh then they had the coda race which was another great race too that was new so 
we had we had a ton of new things to uh, actually get uh, and to grow to love. And that Bristol Dirt Race, I got to tell you, I still have mixed feelings about it, but I still thought it was pretty fun overall. What were your thoughts on that one? Yeah, that you know, <laughs> it it was kind of a shit show to be honest. But <laughs> but I mean, you know, it, it is what it was. I mean, I love that NASCAR is changing it up. You know, they're adding these road courses. It's something different. It's not just you know 35 of the tracks are mile and a half every week and it's like you know i love the mile and a half and it's still good racing but mixing it up and throwing the dirt in there and you get joey logano who's hardly ever driven dirt in his life wins the race and you know it, it was kind of it was messy <laughs> but i think they learned a lot and they're already working on getting the dirt back on bristol this year uh, i saw some videos of that the other day so i mean we're gonna have it again this year and i think it'll be a lot better i think you know, with anything, you learn as you go and figure out where you messed up, and you'll have a good chance to make it a better show this year. Hopefully, it won't be so rainy, and that'll help a lot too. That that just kind of destroyed the place, but oh, yeah. you know, it was it was different, that's for sure. But I loved it. I I love changing things up and making it difficult. And I mean, you're kind of you know, everybody thought, oh, it's going to be Larson and Bell, the two dirt guys dominating. They wreck early, and then it's you know, Suarez was up there. I think he finished second in the race, like. It, it was good to see something different, something to challenge these drivers. I love it. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to more of that next, or this coming season, actually, which is about to start. Uh, but look, okay, let's let's go ahead and, and flip to this season then because there is a gigantic new addition to this season that is going to shape not just the way the drivers are going to perform, but how we as betters are going to have to approach the sport because now – Everybody starts on a level playing field as the next gen car actually comes into existence. So, Cody, we've we've known about this for a while. We've known that the next gen is is on the horizon. We've seen the testing, um, but as a lifelong NASCAR fan, somebody who's watched this go from Winston Cup to Monster Energy to Nextel Cup to all that, what does this next gen mean to you, and and how does it make you feel? It makes me feel excited. Uh, it's going to be a big change. I, they've changed the car before. We had the car tomorrow and all that stuff. But this seems to be the biggest change the sport has ever made to their cars. I mean, NASCAR's producing all of these parts and pieces through their vendors instead of having the, the shops build them. I think from a betting aspect, that beginning of the season, that's going to really change things up and kind of give some of these smaller teams that you're not used to seeing I think it's going to have them up there battling. And I think I think we're going to see some different winners this year. I think we're going to see some guys snag wins that, you know, maybe just couldn't run with the top dogs before because they didn't have that that same equipment. But just starting everybody out on a level playing field, I think maybe towards the end of the season, you're going to see the Hendricks, the Gibbs, the Stuart Haas maybe start to kind of show that they're a little better. I mean, they've got hundreds and hundreds of guys working and tweaking on these cars and trying to find every little advantage they can. So I think when we get later in the season, you'll see a little bit more of the cream of the crop rise to the top. But I think to start the season, I think it's going to be wild. And I think we're going to see see some different stuff we haven't seen from some of these guys. And they're already starting to try to uh, crack down on that stuff as far as making sure. Because, I mean, look, we know, what is it, you ain't cheating, you ain't trying uh, where they they tweak <laughs> where they tweak the stuff just to try to make and exactly. that's and, and people were people were accusing uh, Jimmy Johnson of that and the, pretty much a whole Hendrick stable of of making yeah well I mean 
Dale, Dale Earnhardt Jr. said it this past summer. He said, if if it was if that car wasn't questionable, if it was legal, I didn't want to drive it. He, you know, he wanted them to push the limits and and have things maybe pushed a little too far so he could get that advantage. Yeah, but and, yeah, like yeah. like you said, with these penalties that they've <laughs> they've set in the rule book now. They are going to be cracking down on that stuff pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's like a, a points deduction. And if you mess with just about anything, you're looking at points deductions and maybe even suspensions if it's that bad. So, I mean, yeah, yeah it's it crazy. It's like if, if they find you're not getting parts from their vendors, I mean, they keep you out of the playoffs and everything. <sighs> I, I haven't dug super deep into it, but it seems like NASCAR setting their foot down and saying, we're not going to be messing around with this. <laughs> well, they want it. They, and that's the thing. They want to tighten up the racing again. They want to make it more, uh, what do they say? They want to put it back in the driver's hands. And and I think that's where the, the what do you say, the car to, of tomorrow, all of these changes that they've made over the last, I don't know, even 10 years to the cars here and there have really just sort of taken it away from the driver. And, and now they're trying to give it back. Part of that is lowering the horsepower, right? And messing with the spoilers. Uh, they've put out some of the specs. Uh, and again, I, I, we'll talk about this right now too, where um, the mile and a half tracks. Now the recent change is 670 horsepower with a four inch spoiler. Um, and then speedway package. They want 510 horsepower with a seven inch spoiler. Short tracks and mile tracks get 610 horsepower with a four-inch spoiler. And then they tried, look, here's the thing. They tried to lower the horsepower to 550 horsepower at eight-inch spoiler, and that drove drivers nuts. Um, but, Cody, what does this all mean? What, what does it all mean to, to folks that are listening and, and even to sports bettors? Why should we care? Well, just to touch on that real quick, too, uh, you know, I, I think it's so another great thing about NASCAR is they take the input from their drivers. I mean, they, they let, they set these guys in the car and they say, okay, what do you want to change? And they allow the drivers to voice their opinions and and craft the sport around them. And I I really like that. I like putting it in the driver's hands and making them have to work for it. So I I think that's great. Um, As far as how it's going to change betting. I mean, I I think it's going to make it, maybe a little tougher at the beginning of the season while we kind of figure things out and see how things are going to go. But I think it'll make it easier to hit some of these not so favorite odds. I mean, last year you just had to kind of pay up for Larson every week. Cause you know, you thought he was going to win every week. Now, you know, maybe you can dig a little bit deeper. Some of these guys, they're going to be in the same equipment, the same stuff. And if they can outwheel them, I, I think that's going to give us a big advantage as betters. Once we can, you know, point out the trends and follow what's going on and see who's kind of sticking up there with these guys, I think we can beat the books in that way. I think so too. I think so too. And and look, there's a lot of fun to be had coming up. So I mean, we take a look at the 2020 season. Uh, we talked about it earlier in the show. We kind of teased it. The first ever clash that is not in Daytona. It will be at the Coliseum in L.A. Crazy to think that the clash won't be in Daytona this year. It is, it is different, <laughs> but that's another thing. NASCAR is changing things up and you know, there's a lot of fans that aren't too happy with this. I, I think it's great. I think the place looks amazing. I mean, for them to be able to, to build a racetrack inside of a football stadium like that, that's going to be able to put on a NASCAR cup series race. Like that's just incredible. And, and then the tear it down and it's a football stadium again. That's it, amazing. But uh, you know, Daytona, it's fun. It is what it is. But, 
you know, look a couple years ago when Eric Jones won in that car that looked like a dirt track modified as it was so beat up. <laughs> I mean, those things kind of just turned into big wreck fests. I, I think this is going to be a good hard race. Is it going to get messy? Probably. That's a lot of cars trying to go fast in a little area, but I think it's going to make it exciting. And, and these guys are going to have to wheel the cars. It's not just going to be who has the fastest cars and they're going to have to drive for it and earn that win. And I think to be in the first race in that new car in LA, all the pageantry NASCAR is putting around it. I think these guys, yeah, maybe it doesn't pay points, but these guys want to win. They're going out there with nothing to lose not trying to score a top five you want to win the race so i think that's going to make it so exciting and everybody can play i mean that's the thing like it, it used to just be pole winners and, and champs and all that stuff but now they're just kind of opening the field up they're like hey if you want to run you want yep, to run and, and they're going to do it local short track style where you've got i think larson is the only one who's locked in because he's last year's champion which makes sense but then you know they're going to have heat races and you got to beat the other guys to qualify for the main event and then you know best 23 guys at it and let's see who can do it that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, another race that's back, Coda. Coda is back. The the Circuit of Americas, uh, they're coming back for another uh, another year. That was a good race, but it was rain-shortened. That, that's the only thing that was mad about that race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one kind of turned into a little bit of a mess also. but That was bad. Yeah, oh, my God. There was so <laughs> much carnage in that race, yeah. especially well, that, toward that the Martin end. Martin Truex Jr. wreck. Oh Man, that was God. rough. But... That was bad. Yeah, that, that was a crazy one, but I, it'd be great to see a full race there, not in the elements, to see what that track really can show us, because I think that's a really fun track, and you know, just that, that's another thing, just changing it up with these these new tracks, I love it, it just gives us something different, so, you know? Yeah, you know, people make fun of NASCAR because it's oh, they're just making left turns out there, but there's so much more when you look into it. And then you add the road courses like that, and you can be like, look, they're going right. See, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, and look, the people that listen to this show, they they're not into that left turn mentality. These guys, you know, you listeners know that this is the real deal. Uh, exactly. So uh, there's a, actually a new race in Madison, Illinois, which they keep saying St. Louis. It's a weird thing. They're like Madison, Illinois. <laughs> no, it's in St. Louis. Uh, but it's the Worldwide Technology Raceway. It's there. They haven't named the race yet. I don't think they have a sponsor for it yet. But uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a new race on the circuit. So kind of exciting to see that. Yeah, another exciting one. You know, it's it's. I love they're expanding kind of some of these markets. Uh, you know, changing things up again, that's, that's what makes it so great. But another short track where these guys have to work hard for it. it I love short track racing. It just, it's always so exciting. It seems like, you know, and it's so angry. it brings some of these guys up there that don't have, you know, well in the past didn't have the equipment that was the same as the other guys. And it is, you know, driver on driver who can out duel and makes it so exciting and great anger lots of anger in short track racing yes. too because <laughs> brings you... <laughs> out brings out the helmet throwing and the birds and everything it's, uh, it's wonderful because you see the same drivers every lap and it's the, like not just 200 laps it's like 300 laps and you just want right. to you know when you're yeah you're banging into every corner with them and, <laughs> you know <laughs> it's, a, it's a battle for sure uh and then of course uh no no daytona road course this year uh they took that off the schedule it's usually followed up right after they did Daytona 500 but I'm pretty sure that the Worldwide Technology Raceway kind of took that spot, yeah? Yeah, I think so. And I think that's a good good change up. I mean, they had kind of put that Daytona in there with the COVID stuff and not being able to go out to some of these tracks. So I think that's a good move. Yep, I do too. I, I mean, As much as I like the, the Daytona road course, I, yeah, I'm, I'm okay without it. it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't disagree with you there. Yeah. The Rovals are fun, uh, but Charlotte is, is I think, the, the more, the better one of the two. Right. Yeah. And I, and 
is just kind of repeating the the other one, and you know, let's change it up, get another short track in there, and let them beat and bang. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Speaking of beating and beating and banging, I know horses don't really beat and bang, uh, but you know, we brought to you now by Stable Duel, and there are never enough things to gamble on. That is true. I will tell you that right now, Cody. There are never enough things to gamble on. Uh, and one sport, though, that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. And the best part is now there is a way to play the ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel. It's a daily fantasy-style app where you can play for free and paid games for real cash. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. It is horse racing DFS, Cody. How amazing is that? That is incredible. There is nothing you can't bet on. I mean, you want to line two marbles up and roll them down the street and bet on which one wins? Sign me up, man. I'm all for it. So, you know, anything we can do to get into it, let's go. Well, Stable Duel is there for you for your horse racing needs. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. And this Saturday, they even have a $40,000 contest. Look, if you're like me and you absolutely know nothing about horses, don't worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build the right strategy. This app is free. You can download it at StableDuel.com. StableDuel.com. See how excited I am about horse racing and horse DFS? <laughs> exactly. uh, you get on multiple games are offered each day. Free games weekly at the tracks all over the United States. So get the app, create your account, start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play. Cody, you want to play? Let's play. Let's go. <laughs> or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and compare your own stats. So download now at StableDuel.com. See how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner circle. Play, race, and win. We're always brought to you by PropSwap. It is where America buys and sells sports bets. The only thing more exciting than watching the NFL playoffs is prop swapping with the NFL playoffs. Last weekend, PropSwap's biggest week ever as bettors from across the country cashed in on their Super Bowl futures. Zach from Colorado. This guy sold a 100, 150 to 1 Bengals Super Bowl ticket for $1,500. He locked in his profit when he turned his $100 bet into $1,500 and the buyer got better odds than any sports book. You can get in on all the features like filtered listing, uh, filtering listed tickets based on the best value. You get an activity feed with all the big sales and red hot tickets for sale. Plus, they got a loyalty reward program that turns your ticket sales into bonus cash and a first deposit match if you use that promo code SGP on your first deposit. PropSwap's going to match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. Speaking of sports bets, Cody, it is time to start giving out some of our favorite futures bets. This is what everybody's dialed in for. They put up with Let's us for, the yeah, I was going to say, they put up with us for about 35 minutes or so, and they want to get to this good stuff. So uh, each week, guys, this is what we'll end up doing. We'll give you about three to five of our favorite bets for the race. Uh, but since we're really not looking at the, the next race, which is the clash, we're just going to start giving you some future bets, right? These are ones that you can start placing now and, and to get in on some of the action before the season even starts. So, uh, Cody, because this is a brand new world to you, I want to give the floor to you first to to start us out with one of your favorite futures bets uh, for this NASCAR season. All right. I appreciate it. Well, I mean, if you're looking at champion, uh, we'll just go right there. Obviously, Larson is going to be the favorite. <laughs> so... 
you know, if you want to go there, you can. But the thing about NASCAR with this playoff system, you know, you win a race and you're pretty much locked into the playoffs. You can battle through the playoffs. All you got to do is get to Phoenix, the final four. Anybody can win that race. I mean, last year was so exciting. It All four of those guys at different points in the race, you thought they were going to win and be the champion. So, you know, we saw it the year before, Kevin Harvick dominating season. He didn't even make it to Phoenix, but... I, that's another thing I love about NASCAR with this playoff system. They keep it keep it exciting, and you get to the end, and everybody still has a chance, you know, that's left. So, uh, I I really like Joey Logano this year. I don't know why, <laughs> but he's he's just one of those guys. Last year he didn't have the best of seasons. He I think his only win was the Bristol Dirt Race, which, you know, like I said, he's not much of a dirt guy. He, he kind of just wheeled his way into that, but. He's he's had an organization in Penske that is really good. They've you know showed a lot of strength last year with Ryan Blaney, who's another one I like also. Um, but Joey Logano, it, you know he's uh let's see get DraftKings here. Looks like he's at plus twelve hundred. Uh, on I was looking at WinBet Colorado and they have him at plus fourteen hundred. So maybe if you shop around a little bit there, get some better odds on him. But I, I think he's one of those guys that's that's not one of the top most you know favorites but offers you some value a guy that has a real legit shot to win it and i like joey logano uh I'll, i'm gonna say my champion for last i have a feeling okay. that uh, i'm gonna say i'm just gonna save mine for last i like but i like joey logano i mean he was always around he was always in the mix uh especially every week i remember writing and talking about him just about every week uh, about how he could at least have a top five and you know he was usually in the mix for the win so that's definitely not a bad bet um all right, my first. I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little out of the box. Uh, so team twenty three eleven, right? The Michael Jordan team uh, has yeah. Bubba Wallace, and now they've got Kurt Busch. So I found a bet that has team twenty three eleven over one and a half team wins. This is coming in at plus one sixty five from where I can find it. Um, and and look, here's the thing. So. Kurt Busch and Bubba Wallace actually had wins last year, so you would have cashed had you bet this last season, and Kurt Busch was on 23-11. But even more so, look, Kurt Busch is that driver that I think is going to take this team a little bit on top of what it was last season. And not because Kurt Busch is this amazing driver, because he's kind of past his amazing driver days, uh, but he's still got some good runs in him, right? He had six top fives last year, uh, three top tens all before the All-Star break, and 11, including his only... And then, so the beginning of the season, he had three top tens before the All-Star break. But then, after the All-Star break, he had 11 top threes, including his only win in Atlanta. So, you know, he won in Atlanta, finished second at the Daytona Fall Race. So those are a couple of speedways that, or super speedways that he can probably catch a win at. And, and Bubba Wallace, again, this is a new race setup. This is a new car. Maybe Bubba Wallace finds himself a little more comfortable in this car, picks up a win. All you need is two over the course of the season to catch this prop from you know Kurt Busch or, uh, or Bubba Wallace. And if one does it, that's great. If, if both get a win, that's even better. But um, I, I really do. I like, this, I like this bet, and I think it's a great uh, odd for you at plus 165. I love that bet, Rod. I think you're dead on. I think Kurt Busch alone can hit that, but you throw Bubba in the mix. And, yeah, I think Kurt Busch going to that team is going to be the best thing that they could do. He, you know, he came in as the hothead young kid, won the championship right away. But then if you look at it, he's just been a steady driver for so long. I think he's – 
I might be wrong here. I don't have it in front of me, but I think he might be the only active driver left that raced against Dale Earnhardt. Uh, he's been around that long. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think, you know, he he's just been a steady hand and he can come in and he can kind of coach and guide Bubba and give him that give that program that extra push they need. And you put them all on level playing field, he can wheel with the best of them. So I, I think that's an amazing bet. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right. Well, what about your second bet? All right. I got one here. Tyler Reddick over a half a win. I absolutely love this bet this year. Tyler Reddick is a wheel man. Also, he got a couple Xfinity championships with different teams. He's been driving that eight car for Childress Childress. You know, they've, they've had some wins with Austin Dillon and he came really close last year, a couple races towards the end of the season. He was really kind of coming on and, and it just seemed like, you know, he was, kept getting second places or top fives right there. I think that with this level playing field and with his abilities, I, I think that he's going to get a win this season, if not multiple wins. So you can bet him at half a win. Maybe he wins the Daytona 500 or the second race this season. You can cash that already. I love it. And, and you know, that's the thing, too, where you don't know. I mean, it could be a Daytona win or a Talladega win or a road course win, one of those ones where it's not a mile and a half, and you just sort of find your way to the front. And, and Tyler Reddick did. That eight car was so frustrating last season because you see that he can do it. You see that he can hang in the top ten, but then it seemed like, he would get shuffled up in the mix. A, a pit stop went bad, or or he would find himself a lap down and then get correct. So he never really had the types of finishes that you wanted out of him. And and I have a feeling that this season, like you had said, because we're gonna we're gonna harp on it, but it's true in that this is a brand new season. This is a brand new era, and so you're going to be betting on things that you don't even know yet, and the drivers don't even know yet. So for Tyler Reddick to be able to find a win this season. I think that's a really, really solid bet. Yeah, I love it. I mean, you look at it, like I said, 14 different winners last season, and that was in a season where Larson had all that dominance. Now you put everybody on a level playing field. Uh, I mean, and they've got, you know, uh, Childress has the the engine deal with Hendrick, so they're running all that same stuff. I I really think that, you know, you give me a pile of 14 guys, 15, 16 different winners, and tell me he's not one of those top drivers. I'll take that bet every day. I think he's going to sneak one out. And like you mentioned, you know, if he, anybody can win on these super speedways, anybody can win a rain shortened race. There's so many things that he could luck into, let alone if he shows us his ability and, and wins one. I, I love it. I love it too. We're going to continue on with season wins and I'm going to go ahead and give out my Brad Keselowski. This guy, man, I was on him so much last season and he, he was okay for me, but like only in the, in the midst that he was, not losing, I guess. But Brad Keselowski, <laughs> I think, is going to get uh, at least two wins. We got him over uh, one and a half season wins. Uh, this one's coming in at negative 110, so uh, maybe you can hold out for a little better odds on this. Uh, he did have one win last season, but it was his lowest win total since 2015. Like, he'd never had less than, uh, I think it was four or three wins in a season uh, since 2015. And, and so, you know, he really... He only had the one win last season, but it was a rough season for Keselowski. And now, though, he's going to improve his situation because now he's part owner of the newly minted Roush Fenway Keselowski racing crew. Uh, and he's racing that number six car that was vacated uh, by our Ryan Newman. So I think he's got a better opportunity to win at least one more race next season. And I think 
being invested in the team itself kind of gives you a little more of a of a need to go out and win a, a couple more times and look Keslowski probably doesn't have a much longer behind the wheel so he's going to want to have to go out and and prove that he can go out as a winning driver and and maybe translate that into more in the ownership realm later on but um, I think this is one of those seasons where Keslowski is going to have to reestablish himself as a driver and two wins could possibly get him there. That's another one I really like. I mean, two wins, the way he drives at super speedways, I think I, I think that he is one of those guys that you could even throw a championship bet down on. I mean, he's plus 2,200 to win the championship, and, and I think that him coming into that team, a lot of people just look at it and they're like, oh, it's Roush, they haven't done much. Roush was a powerhouse back in the day. Now mm -hmm. you put him on a level playing field, you bring Brad Keselowski in here, it seems like he's pretty much running the show over there. And when Brad puts his mind to something, he's a guy that he's not going to sleep until it's done the way he wants it done. And I think that you're going to see him come out of the gate. And I think Chris Busher is going to be one, the other car on that team, the 17. I think he's going to be one that we might be throwing a lot of top 10 bets in on earlier in the season and kind of getting ahead of the game on that, where I think that team is going to be very strong. And I mean, Talladega, I think only the Earnhardts have more wins than he does. So, I mean, a, you know, a place like that that they go to twice a year with Daytona, I, I think that's a very solid bet. Ah, oh, sweet. At least I'm not completely out of my element. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, what do you got next, Cody? Uh, let's see. Up next, I'm going to go with Ryan Blaney. He's another one I mentioned earlier. Um, his wins is set at... Well, I had it here somewhere. One and a half, which I don't understand. Really? <laughs> uh, you know, he had three wins last year, I believe. And he's one of those young guys that seems like he's just ready to have that breakout. I mean, if, if you don't want to call last year a breakout, then I think he's ready to have a breakout breakout season. I, I think he could be one of those next drivers that we see pile up four, five, six wins even. He's got so much talent. He's going to be, you know, he, he was kind of the the last guy, the young guy on that Penske team the last few years, you know, jumping over from Wood Brothers. And now it's Joey Logano who's getting up there and Ryan Blaney with Cindric stepping into the two car. So I think he's one of those guys that, I mean, was in Michigan last year where he's just so fast on those bigger tracks like that. And he's always a good super speedway racer. So I think this is another guy, one and a half wins. I'm going to smash that because I, I think that he's going to be a three, four. I think you could see him get more wins than that even. Well, I mean, you're right. He had three wins last season, two in a row, Michigan and Daytona the in the fall race. So And Atlanta, which, I mean, Atlanta runs fast. So, again, you can... When and you, with the new, with the repave at Atlanta, yes, yes. it almost seems like that track is going to be another super speedway race. Uh, that's what they want it. From, from, yeah, exactly. And from what we've seen in the testing and stuff, I, I think that's going to be another pack super speedway racing, which he's really good at. He was already fast there. I think he's going to be one to watch at, at tracks like that. That is a great bet. Boy, I hope people really do put some money down on these bets because so far they've been really good. Uh, all right. This one, though, I don't know. Uh, you could take this one. This one's a little fun one that I, I would love to, to do something with, and that's Kyle Busch, more season wins than William Byron. Now, we just had talked about how dominant Hendrick Sports was last year, but William Byron 
was the one guy who did not see too much of that success. He seemed to be the odd man out, right? That 24 car, poor thing, uh, on the outside looking in of a lot of the fun that was going on. But Bush, and, and even still, that was this was not a Kyle Bush-ish type season either. He only had two wins. Uh, Byron had the one. Uh, but all we're doing is, is trying to get more season wins. Uh, but here's the thing. This is why I'm basing this more. It's not because I don't think William Byron's going to win any races, but Kyle Busch all season long was in the hunt, right? I mean, there was you were hard-pressed to find a race without Kyle Busch somewhere in the mix. He had 14 top fives, 10 top threes, uh, where Byron only had 12 top fives and seven top threes. I mean, the numbers aren't necessarily staggering, and, and the difference aren't staggering, uh, but Kyle Busch... Really, you could see the frustration for him last season. And I have a feeling that in this new car, no one's going to want it more, I think, than Kyle Busch because he's probably got so much of a bad taste in his mouth from last season that he's going to be on a tear. And I think he picks up a couple more wins this season where I'm not sure that William Byron is the type of driver yet that can jump into this new car and find instant success. Yep, uh, I like that one too. I think Kyle Busch is going to be a man on a mission. Uh, you know, M&M's is going to be leaving the sport after a long time after this season, so he's hunting for that partner that that can be his his ride for the next few years to replace M&M's. Uh, and, you know, he's always been one that it seems like practice helps him so much, and I know it's just still kind of a limited capacity, but I, I think giving him time to practice these cars this year is going to help him so much. And he's one of those guys that it seems like you could put him in anything and he's going to win in it. So you, you give him a brand new car and let him go. And William Byron, he's a great young racer. I really like him, obviously, being a Hendrick fan. But I think that we might it might be a little more before we see him break out as much. And I, I think Kyle Busch is another another good one. I Man, we're, we're – step and step with all these bets so far i like it <laughs> not just that but we are firing out this is the first episode for i think we got to save some for, for future episodes but i, we're, I know <laughs> spitting some fire <laughs> in this first one uh all right how many more do you got cody um you know i mean i can go all night if you want i've been <laughs> looking through these calling on through them you know <laughs> uh, well okay i'll tell you what no. we'll, get, we'll give each other one more each because then i'll give you yours and then i'll, I'll crown my champion all right sounds good all right uh i'm gonna go to the head-to-head -head also I like Denny Hamlin over Martin Truex Jr. Mark, I, I think I'm going to take the approach of kind of fading some of these more old school guys like Martin Truex and Kevin Harvick this year. They've both kind of tossed out the retirement talk. I, I think Truex has kind of at least leaned into, you know, if I don't like this car, I might just step away. So I, I don't know that guys like him are going to be able to adjust as well, at least right away. Uh, not taking anything away from him because he's a great driver, been around a long time, a champion, and and he was in it all last year. And I, I think he's going to get some wins still. But Denny Hamlin, you know, while he likes to choke on championships every year, <laughs> <laughs> and I will beat that dead horse all day because I love it. But uh, <laughs> I, you know, he gets his wins. He did. He did have a dry streak during the regular season last year, but once he got it put together, I mean, he won the first couple races in the playoffs. And I, I really like Hamlin over Truex for wins. That 11 car. I, I So I used to work for FedEx for a hot second. I was a package handler. And, and that was right about the time when Denny and, and FedEx started their partnership. And I remember liking Hamlin. Uh, I'm not a gigantic fan of Hamlin, but you're he's always, 
He's another one of those drivers that, that's always there. Like he's a Kyle Busch guy where you just you hear Denny Hamlin and then you may not think about it, but all of a sudden you hear him again and he's in the top three, he's in the top five, and you know he's winning a race. But I don't know too many people that actively cheer for Denny Hamlin as their favorite <laughs> driver. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, well, and then, you know, you get into sparring matches with popular drivers like Elliot, and that doesn't help your fan base. Ask Kevin <laughs> yeah. Harvick about that. But, Ask Kyle Busch about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, he just always seems to be there, and he can't seem to get it done at the end of the season, but he's always winning races. He's always in the mix, always in the hunt, and so I think he's going he's gonna to capture a little more than an, a guy that might just take longer to adjust like Truex. Well, you talked about Truex with another one of the guys. I'm rolling out, Cody, and even though you said he's too old, I'm rolling out Kevin Harvick to win this championship. Oh. Plus 1,500 on uh, points bet and DK. Uh, if you head over to uh, uh, that's a 1,400 somewhere else, but to go, to, go, to, go to DraftKings. They got him at 1,500. Look, I get it, Cody. I get it. They're, they're probably a little past their prime, but here's, here's Kevin Harvick who had nine wins in 2020, comes out and just lays a goose egg in 2021, right? It's not that he forgot how to drive. I just, I, I don't know what happened. Like, the, the, the bottom just fell out of this guy's uh, car in 2021. Uh, so, but here we go. New car, everything's fair game now, right? I mean, I have a feeling that this is a, a situation where Kevin Harvick might find something and look, it's not like he, he completely failed last season. He finished in fifth place still uh, overall. So I, I, I just think that Kevin Harvick does not have much like I don't think Kozlowski has a lot of time left to prove anything. Kevin Harvick doesn't have a lot of time left either. So it's, it's win a championship within the next couple of years or hang it up. Just I mean, it's like you said with, with Truex, right? I mean, if he doesn't like this car, he's going to go away. Uh, it was just kind of the same instincts with Kevin Harvick. I'm sure if he doesn't like this car, he's probably happy to walk away. He's had a heck of a career, so it's okay for him to go. Um, but I, I feel like this is his season to try to reassert himself into the mix and try to ride out as a winner. And I, I love Kevin Harvick. My brother is a huge Kevin Harvick fan, so I'm doing this bet for him. Plus, it's plus 1,500. You don't got to put a lot down to make a little bit off of it should he win at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, I already told you why I'm going to be kind of maybe fading them a little <laughs> more, but to to go with to go on, you know, to argue on your side of it, I, I think he probably will figure it out later on in the season, and that's the thing about the playoffs: like just get in, and, and then you just got to make it to that final four. If he makes it to the final four, there hasn't been a more dominant driver at Phoenix than Kevin Harvick. Mm -hmm. So if he can get there, I mean, he's got probably a better shot than anybody to win it. So. I don't, I don't hate it, especially at 1500. I mean, that's some value. So it's, it's not a horrible bet. It's not, it's not a horrible bet, but I mean, look, <laughs> you listen over the course of the, the, the next few weeks and the, and the course of the season, if, if I make an asinine call, please call me out. Don't even be afraid to tell me that that's a horrible bet. Uh, because well, I, yeah, uh, don't worry. I, I'm not afraid <laughs> to argue. I'm sure you've seen that. On the Slack oh channel. <laughs> yeah. I've seen I've seen that Slack channel talk, but that's that's what I'm talking about. That's that's the fun that we're going to have this season. And make sure you can, join that. Uh, can I can I throw out two, two more things real quick? Yeah, I got go one go. I want to throw out, and then I got I got a a Degen bet here. Ooh, I love so, it. So uh, I haven't seen any Xfinity futures posted yet for the Xfinity series, mm -hmm. but and and Gibbs they haven't. I don't think they've announced Ty Gibbs as a full time driver yet for whatever reason. 
but I, I think he's going to be driving full-time for Gibbs. That kid is the next coming of a great race car driver. So if you can find anything on him, just smash the over. Over wins to win the championship. I don't care what it is. He, I'm gonna, we're gonna be putting a lot of bets on him to win races this year. That kid is just absolutely incredible, and I cannot wait to watch him work his way up to the Cup Series and probably kick some ass when he gets there. Love it, Ty Gibbs. This is almost one of those uh, where we're we're doing a dynasty <laughs> format. Yeah, as far exactly. as fantasy is concerned. <laughs> Yeah, if, yeah. If you got a dynasty fantasy league, first of all, hit me up because I'll fucking join right now. Let's do it. And <laughs> second of all, yeah, I think, man, I mean, he he was just amazing last year in the limited amount that he ran, and then you know, I mean, just jumping in those cars, and there's other Gibbs cars out on the track, so you can't say he's that much better than everybody else that's out, you know, in better equipment. Like to do what he did in his short short time that we saw him. If, if you can find anything on it, just smash it because I, I think that's a lock. Love it. Hey, you said you had a DJ bet? All right, one more. I think this has got to be a misprice. I, I don't know. So I jump on. This is a Daytona 500 to win at DraftKings. Corey LaJoy in the number seven car is at plus 13,000. What? I've, I've like, I've refreshed the page 35 times to double check <laughs> and make sure that I'm not like misreading it or not counting the zeros right. But I don't, I mean, Corey LaJoy, he's probably my second favorite driver. I absolutely love the guy. I love following him. But um, he's he's a pretty good plate track racer. I know they're not plates anymore, but <laughs> super speedway racer. He's He seems like he's always in the mix. He's one of those guys I love throwing in my DFS lineups. You know, I mean, those which Millie Maker for the Daytona 500. Dude, I'm so excited, but that's a future episode. Um, <laughs> but he's one of those guys I love playing. He's always up in the mix. He should have won last year at Daytona. He didn't throw a block at the right time. Man, I wish he could go back and just throw that block. I think he would have won the race. I, I don't – This it's got to be mispriced. But I, plus 13000 I mean, just go throw 10 bucks on that, and if that hits – we're going to be partying hard all season. Hell yeah. If I had a dime for every time I saw LaJoy's name in the Slack channel too, I, I'd be I'd be able to put that $10 bet on there. <laughs> he's, he's just one of those guys, man. You know, he's really undervalued and, and you know, he's, he's not in top tier equipment. He's at Spire. He's not driving Hendrick or Gibbs car, but he's one of those guys that, you know, I was hammering him last year for top 20 bet, top 20 bets, because it just seemed like he kept squeezing into the top 20 and, yeah, that might not seem like much, but for a small team like that, that's just huge. And when we can find that as gamblers and, and you know, it's a lot of people just look into the wins and what's, what's a guy to win the race. Let's bet on winning the race. But I think a lot of the value and where you can kind of get ahead is, is these head to head bets and guys to finish in the top 20 or top 10 or stuff like that. That's really where you can, can snag the value out of it and, and make it a profitable season. And they're just fun to bet. Those types of bets are more, I think they're more fun than the to win bets because again, you're, you're really, you're betting on one car to win. If you're betting a top five, you're betting a top 20. I mean, the guy doesn't have to win. You just want to have him to have a really good day and, and cash that, that prop or that bet. So well, and that's the thing. Like Kyle Larson gets out to a big lead and he's just dominating the race. Like, Okay, well, let's watch the Corey LaJoy on the left there. You know, always in 21st, always up to 17th. Oh, they're in pit stops. Where is he going to cycle out? Oh, no, he's back to 22nd. Like, it's the race within the race that just keeps it so exciting. And 
Yeah, I love those. There's we're gonna have a lot of those, I think, this year with the head-to-heads and the top twenty bets. Those are those are the ones I really like. Like to dig in deep and find those good angles that other people aren't quite seeing. And and I think those are the bets that other sites and other podcasts aren't covering. Everybody's picking the winners. Everybody's picking top threes, top five. We're we're gonna we're gonna give you bets that'll hopefully. Uh, help you win and not just toss your money away and you know kind of have you like you said if Kyle Larson has a dominant day throw your ticket on the ground and say well that was screwed exactly (laughs) uh, all right Uh, the better the fantasy football season may be over but the action is still coming on the better fantasy app because you can download the free-to-play app and bet on NFL player props for the playoffs I've done this before, and I love the Better Fantasy app. I've actually won enough to get myself a Better Fantasy koozie. So that's coming in the mail pretty soon. Uh, And it's free to play. Plus, you win awesome prizes like I did. Raise some money for charity along the way. Uh, You're going to get better credits by completing challenges. Like you log in every day, you get one. Play some prop bets, you get some more. Uh, All that better credits goes to winning some prizes. It's available worldwide in all 50 states. Download that app right now at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. BetterFantasy.com slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download that SGPN app. It is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. You get easy access to all of our picks and our podcasts like this one. Hey, while you're at it, toss us an app review, why don't you? We're brand new. If you like the show, tell us. Uh, if you didn't like the show, tell us. But come on, be gentle. I got a little bit of a, you know, I'm a little pansy. I I, I can't take criticism well. Uh, but Hey, it's my first time. Give and it's Cody's first time. Right? <laughs> yeah, tell, <laughs> tell Cody what he can do better. Tell me what I can do better. Uh, but, you know, try to be nice about it. Just That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but download that app today in the App Store. Cody, my friend, this is the end of your very first podcast ever. Uh, as we take in what just happened, how you feeling? Dude, I was pretty nervous going into this, but I love it. I I feel like we did a pretty good job, threw some good stuff out there. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun season going forward, and I'm looking forward to doing next week's episode, cover the clash already, get some DraftKings in there, and get rolling. Yes, my friend. Yeah, we are going to do... Uh, so. This is definitely going to be a, a betting podcast, but we'll definitely throw out, uh, as we talk about betting, we'll also kind of toss in the DraftKings prices too because uh, a lot of the betting and the DFS kind of goes hand in hand. And uh, if you're solely betting, we got you back. This is the podcast for you. Uh, but if you want to try some DFS, we'll, we'll sprinkle in a little bit of that too because uh, I guarantee you'll have some fun. DFS, uh, NASCAR, well, it's the sweat you don't want week to week, but you keep going back for Man, NASCAR DFS, like when you're, you know, when you're in football, you can kind of see how things are going and you refresh and it doesn't change much. NASCAR DFS changes so much in half a lap, especially like the Daytona 500. I, I try to tell my friends who don't even watch NASCAR, I'm like, just throw a lineup in. You can literally pick anybody and win. It's, it's that crazy. It's so much fun. And that's another thing. Like if you join us in the Slack channel last year, we were doing every race. We did like a $5 contest with just the guys, you know, in the SGPN network and, so, you know, just kind of battle against each other, and that's a lot of fun. And that's another place, too, where we'll probably drop more, you know, leans on on who we really like in DraftKings and DFS, stuff like that. And if you're listening from the NASCAR Slack channel, hey, guys, we'll, we'll be talking to you soon. <laughs> and we're happy Shout to. Shout out uh, to Polly. You know he's going to be in there. Oh, Polly, <laughs> Yes, sir. I know, right? And, and throwing out all of the, um, what was his long shot to win every single week? Uh, uh, is it Custer? Custer, Custer, and Brisco, Cole Custer. Yep. 
God, that's him every week. He's gonna he's gonna hit one this year. We got we got all these different winners. Stuart Haas was a little focused on this season, last season, I think. Just keep throwing those out there, Paul. You're gonna hit it soon. Blind squirrel can find a nut every once in a while. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Again, thanks so much for joining this first episode of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Man, Cody, I hope you come back again. I hope you love this enough to continue to host the show with me. Uh, yes, thank you. Thank you for saying yes. By the way. Hey, I, you know, I was flattered when you asked, like I said, pretty nervous. I'd never done this before, but I had a hell of a time. Uh, let's get ready for the clash. I can't wait to be back next week. All right. Start your engines. Keep them going. Keep them running as we come back next week with more of the NASCAR gambling podcast here on the sports gambling podcast network. I'm going to think of a catchy way to let it, but uh, for now, just let it ride as always. Big shout out to Iconoclast for the theme music. This song is called I Run. You can find it on Spotify. You can find Iconoclast on Twitter at Iconoclast Band. And, my friend, your 